This is a homebrew podcast. What's Grundlebot cooking? It smells really good out there. I don't know. I think he's trying some new grilled cheese combination, which seems weird for him, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. He bought some new cheese. How do you make cheese out of mushrooms? The same way you make meat out of mushrooms. Oh, okay. Just kind of grind it up, dye it different colors. I don't know. Well, uh, since no one's gonna ask, I guess I'll just introduce, uh, this guy here. Oh, sorry, Roger. I just assumed it was kind of one of your new bandmates or a new friend or, I don't know. I thought you were just trying out costumes. Uh, no, uh... You see, we just let a very scary vampire free the other day, and I thought I would call a priest and have him explain to us how to, uh, kill a vampire. That's... that's a priest? This guy's a priest? Yeah, uh, this is Father Titus the Vengeful. Oh, um, ni- nice to meet you, Father. Is it normal for men in the clergy to be so armed? I have so many weapons. So many blades. Well, according to his website, it says he's a vampire hunter. Is he actually a priest? Nah, he's some sort of cleric. I... hmm... okay. I feel like it's close enough for me. Um... Now what do you say we have a little lecture about how to uh, kill vampires? I... I'm... uh, okay. I mean, I'm not gonna say no. I don't want any of those knives coming at me, so... Sure, yeah. You came all this way? Hey guys, I got those sandwiches we ordered. Oh, hey, it's Father Titus the Vengeful. Is he getting ready to do one of his vampire symposiums? You know this priest, too? Oh, yeah. He's a, he, well, technically, he's a member of our crew, anyway. Well, if Grundlebot knows him, that's good enough for me. Yeah, everyone sit down. Here's your sandwiches. Welcome to the crew, Father Titus the Vengeful. How dare you kill a vampire? Welcome back to the homebrew. It's Cyberpunk Red. This is episode 25. It's day 43 of campaign 2, Retrograde Infinitum, and it is the day of the Battle of the Bands. I'm here with my edge runners, Medtech Andy Hatfield, Sapphire Hayes. Now not only do I have a new father, I have an uncle too. Rocker boy, Cody Smith. Roger Socko, let's get to that Battle of the Bands already. Fixer, Emily Folger. CC Wren, who thought she had worked through her trauma? Apparently not. <laughs> Nomad, John Cayley. Roscar, and I think you wanted me to say R, our, or is it off rar? I'll take it. Netrunner, Mike Kennel. Grinner, I just gotta keep going? I can do that. Previously on the homebrew, Roger put together his band, and Nelka showed up to give Roger a gift a legendary keytar essentially admitting that she cared for him and saying goodbye. Roger realized that she had been bitten by a vampire. Kat's replacement showed up, Rostgar, another wheelman from Kat's family, who was initiated by blasting the party's long-stored vampire's head to bits. They took the vampire to the incinerator at the 24-7 funeral parlor and pulled the stake out, which was keeping Veronica from misting. Not knowing, I had just finished writing and Saren Vampire Rules the day before, and in my world, fire nor decapitation kills these vampires. And now you have some nice meta-knowledge. 
Grinner booted up Kellen.exe and found Kellen had made a digital copy of herself before undergoing a personality adjustment so she could keep both parts of herself, the part of herself that she loved and the part of herself she needed to survive in New City. The Edge Runners then reunited Tom and Dale, the Hermit and the Dealer, and they had a nice relaxing night of drink and dance. Grinner and Cece finally got their cards pulled, the Orphan and the Lovers, respectively. So, it is the morning of day 43. The Battle of the Bands is today. Uh, Roger, what kind of, what, what kind of like pre-show prep does Roger get himself up to? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'd make sure that everybody's musical instruments were all tuned up and, you know, that I had the right settings on my new guitar all set up. And Now, what does that look like? Because we said it could the texture of the guitar itself could like, it could be whatever color you wanted or it could be like an animated thing, like any cool look to it. Yeah, I mean, I think I would go with like a white and green checkerboard pattern that like every 45 seconds, like shifts shifts patterns just, you know, to the left a little bit. Nice. So it's like animated. Uh, I don't think anything too crazy, but when I uh, do the pyrotechnics, it all like looks like it's flowing mm. up the keytar and out the fire. Very cool. Out the fire. Beautiful. Everyone else, uh, anyone getting up to anything during the couple of hours before... <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> A couple of hours before the show? Should probably make some medicine. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, that was a good call. We'll make some drugs. I'm getting used to the new uh, observer drone, learning its mechanics and stuff. Nice, doing some flying. Yeah. Having been around people who have flown and crashed drones, uh, let's go ahead and I just want to see how you do <laughs> no. with uh, with flying that thing. I think that's going to be an electronics check, though, not a f- unless you want to do fly or yeah, fly air vehicle. Oh goodness. Well, let's see here. I have not used either of those things, so I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. It was under tech. There we go. Electronic security check. And you know what? Fine. We'll go for it. Oh, it's a 12. Yeah, not terrible. I think some people are trying desperately not to be under the drone while you fly it around. (laughs) Olvin's sitting there just be like, no, 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 (laughs) no. All right. (laughs) Give me that, Cece. You're going to (laughs) crash. So that pairs up with your agent so that you're able to see and hear through the drone, which is pretty cool. Grinner is going to spend some time understanding the ins and outs of Kellen.exe. Absolutely. Why don't you give me a... I guess electronic security tech is the best bet again, even though it's like more coding based. Right. All right. 25. Yeah, um, you've got a pretty good handle on how it was put together, Grinner. You find it's in its own right. It's actually not overly complicated. It's almost like uh, I'm not a, a coder, but pretend you know stuff about coding. Wait, you do know stuff about coding, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I think it's like that thing where like the best programmed things are actually like programmed relatively simply, so to speak. Nice comment, commented lines of code. There's documentation written in line. Everything's mm-hmm. named appropriately. Yeah, and uh, inside of the of the like basics of the program, there's like 
uh, lots of references to Dern, D-E-R-N. That seems to be the original, like, um, test subject for this beautifully written code. Interesting. Yeah, and I mean, you don't feel like it would be the 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 steps would essentially be to get a copy of your self via like a brain dance or via like virtual reality but to you know hop on run the program take a copy of yourself or whoever you're trying to copy and then you would have this executable that at least in in so much as you know an artificial intelligence a true artificial intelligence believes themselves to be real like they have that conscious experience as far as you know gotcha just be a matter of getting the getting the snapshot of the person so i would just say i would say you probably have a second little executable now that you can you can use when someone is in virtuality or in vr that you can use to kind of like grab a copy of them how long would it take a couple hours nothing crazy okay we're not that complicated. What's everyone else getting up to? As I said, Sapphire is going to just be making her drugs. Nice. Some healing, because I have a feeling that we just released a vampire that we've had staked in the corner for months, and that's going to come back at us. <laughs> is there any check related with that, or it's just time? Um, there is a check. It's just a med tech check. Med tech check? Yeah. yeah, it's a 17, which passes, and an 18, which passes. I could probably do two in this time. So, I make two speed heals. Is there any effect from being the higher level in med tech now? Just curious. Um, not with like not additional effects for the drag itself. It's just easier to make. Got it. And everyone, remember you are seven, I believe now in your respective roles. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, Roger spends the day, you know, preparing and getting everything ship shape. Ivy, you know, helps you out as far as getting everything looking good, looking great. Cece, you have a pretty good day. Kind of flying your drone turns into just hanging out with Olven and have a nice, calm few hours together to chat and talk. And I think eventually, like, Lumi would come hang out also. Give her a little bit of a stink eye as she walks in, but then do the head nod to come over. Yeah, she would be cautious, but she would definitely... Um, sit with Olvin and hang out with you guys. And then, unless there's anything else, it is time. Showtime. So, as you head to first landing, first landing is exactly what is on the tin. It's where the first ship with the you know, billions of nanites landed. That ship is kind of like a common area now where people, you know, come and go. The area immediately around first landing where there are buildings, you can tell it's like not quite figured out what it's doing yet. Like the roads aren't entirely straight. Buildings are, you know, more commonly like kind of like mushed up together. Uh, They're not, you know, in this any sort of like super logical order or anything like that. So it's a little bit even more unsettling to be in the middle of first landing where you can see like the very, very, very first early iterations of the nanites building this city. Well, not the very first. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you don't know. And then there's like this huge um, highway that wraps around first landing. I mean, this is 
huge loop that goes all the way around the city and there are cars just like constant traffic going way too fast um so it's very like loud in the center here as the most of the vehicle traffic kind of goes around this loop around first landing you uh it's not hard to see as you approach there are people putting up posters they seem to kind of like favor dan but there is a little spinal scepter logo at the bottom it does say battle of the bands but like the posters are mostly like full body shots of dan dieter in like this like long leather duster and these like mirror shades holding this like super nice bright red guitar and people are just plastering those up like everywhere and you can see people kind of congregating towards one of the um alleyways up near this kind of first uh, big building complex area by first landing you assume that's probably where you should head oh man we should have made posters i've got paint in my bag we have not rolled a painting check this game so i would love (laughs) (laughs) i would love some graffiti if anybody want a can we could just go around i mean i'm down yeah let me see that paint can i will hand out low paint (laughs) does anyone have points in i think it's like paint sculpt or something paint draw sculpt no but i have a base of seven so roger does a base of five (laughs) don't give a paint can to roscoe I feel like that would be the best painting. <laughs> I, I was, I'm in the exact same boat with Roscoe. I also have a base of five. I got an 18. Yeah, it's a that's a good. I think everyone is a little surprised as you start to like <laughs> spray paint the side of one of these buildings uh, at how proficient you are and how good it looks. What, what do you paint, Roger? Yeah, I, I want to paint. Well, who else would I paint? I paint myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, just right next to uh, the big banner of old boy there of Dan Dieter. I want to deface him too a little bit while I'm at it. You know, give him like a big mustache and green. All right. Big wonky eyes. Give me a uh, charismatic impact roll too while you're doing this. Uh, okay. I got a 15 on that. Which I think that's pretty good for that. Yeah. Can we all roll for painting for what little <laughs> things we yeah. spray paint yeah, around I'm, it? I'm still waiting yeah. to see if Roscar's allowed to paint. Roscar's yeah. definitely allowed to paint. What wall wouldn't you be? Yeah, of course you guys can paint. Perfect. <laughs> it's a 12. Ooh, a 13 for Cece. That's not Roscar bad. Roscar did better than all of us. <laughs> 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 I, I'm so I'm sorry, Roscar. Just... Yeah, it's not too bad, Roscar. I've tried this out in virtuality before, and it went a lot better. <laughs> oh, I think you're on your way to a painting career. I bet Grinner does like pixel art. This is where before you you heard what I was literally saying. <laughs> Roscar's is just like a stick figure on a one of Dan Dieter's posters, like a stick figure of a guy peeing. That's just <laughs> it. Simple <laughs> Simplicity. Mine's just a fr- frowny vampire. <laughs> just vampires suck. Yeah, they do. Sorry, this is nothing to do with <laughs> your show. But... Vampires <laughs> suck. Thank you, Grinna. Wow. So a DV12 
is having an impact on a huge group of fans. So you rolled a 15, which yes. means that as you are painting and as your um, friends here uh, start to kind of paint with you, a crowd starts to build and everyone's like really laughing about the little mustache on Dan Dieter and probably pretty shocked that you would dare you know what I mean? Like so close to like his territory, so on and so forth. But yeah, you've got you've got like a little group building behind you as you paint this picture. Yeah, I turn around and say, uh, who's ready to rock and roll? And people start to like erupt in cheers and someone spills a bag of spray paint and everyone grabs a can and starts running to the nearest wall and trying to spray paint you in various degrees of realism, like some stick figures, some pretty good looking stuff, but now competing with the amount of posters that are going up for sure. In my head, when you said they spray paint you, I was like, ah, they just rushed towards Roger and start spraying. <laughs> Not me! <laughs> oh, and I forgot, Roger, I need to know how good you look today. Oh, of course. Oh boy. How, how good do I look today? So that's a personal grooming check. 27, Jeez. baby. God damn. Oh, damn. Real good. My goodness. And not even a luck point. Not even a luck point involved. Now even I'm considering Roger attractive. What happened? Grinner couldn't get a 27 if he double preemed. <laughs> wow. So the best possible day. We wake up with the perfect hair. Still not as good as Roger. Roger, if you will take a plus one to any performance-related checks that you make for the rest of the day, because of how good you look. Awesome. Got a boy. I'm gonna probably need that. <laughs> Frost is doing a job. Um, and then you start to hear like guitar sounds, like um, you start to hear music from one of the alleyways, and the crowds start to head over that way. What the hell? God's is supposed to be here with me. What are they looking at over here? Bring the drone in. Yep, I pull the drone out and send it up. You could just walk over there, you know. Yeah, but no, this no, makes no, me no. feel really cool. So you find this like um, stage put together, CC, mm -hmm. in one of these alleyways, and there are maybe thousands of people crowded around this uh, this like kind of makeshift stage that has been put together. Dan Dieter is not on the stage, but you recognize like the rest of his band is up there, like doing sound checks and stuff like that. And people are starting to uh, mill around and starting to gather around the, the stage. Uh, Dan's band is up doing sound checks. No sign of him, though. Wait, is that what we're playing? I mean, it looks like it. It's kind of a makeshift stage, though. Oh, man, I thought we were playing first landing, not an alleyway in first landing. This is First Landing. First Landing's not a building, per se. It's this whole big circle. Well, an alley's better than nothing. Yeah. Is there any sort of, like, green room area or, like, a quote-unquote backstage where talent would go to freshen up or whatever? Uh, not that you see. Okay. It looks like it's just, like, kind of all set right up there. Um... Uh, around this, you know, big stage that's like right in between these two uh, first landing buildings, okay. um, pretty big open area, and again the sound is kind of like traveling all the way throughout this plaza here. I'm just gonna send the drone around and do kind of a sweep, looking for Nelka or Dan. Yeah, give me a 
there's a lot of people is kind of the problem with this. Fair, yeah. Nelka and Dan probably stand out, though. Sure. I mean, Dan's probably surrounded. Yeah, just give me a perception. Perception? Okay. We'll put a little bit of luck into that. That is a 23. Wow. Yeah, so as you're kind of flying around, uh, looking through the crowds and crowds and crowds of people, uh, you do see that, like, in the middle of the stage... It looks like there's a few people and Dan is like sitting there in some sort of like overly nice like leather chair that someone probably had to like carry all the way out here. And he's just sitting there while the rest of his band gets um, gets everything set up. Shit, all right, Dan's still here. I mean, still upright, I should say. Just not doing sound check yet. Well, I guess I'd better get in there then. Uh, let me text my band real quick. Do we just want to be in the crowd, or should we put up in case he tries something? I would like to scan for access points. Um, yeah. So you're going to where the show is to scan, or are you scanning here? Uh, where the show will be, yeah. Okay. Everyone going into that area, is that correct? Yeah. Is there, like, buildings right along it, or is it, like, so yeah. far? It's it's in between some of the uh, first landing buildings. Again, none of them are, like... The ones that are in the center here, none of them are like permanently habitated. It's more of like a common area, um, just because the AI was not great during the first few buildings here. Right. If I wanted to get off a roof to watch from above, could I do so? Um. Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay. I think I'm going to pick a high point. Watch. You want to take the sniper rifle could... with you? Yeah. Right. That's what I was thinking. Oh, but if you do. I never did break the news to her about Cat. Uh, Shit. Oh. Oh, boy. Well, let's hope I can reach with the rifle. The assault rifle. Well, I mean, it might be worth a... I'll bring it just in case. Maybe she'll be happy. Who knows? Might want to talk to her beforehand. Do I really? If you want her to cooperate, she has feelings. Does she? All right. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't take her. (laughs) So be getting on a roof, um, you're going to be 200 feet in the air. What is that to yards? <laughs> it's three feet to a yard? 200 yeah. feet is 66 yards. Oof. Do you mean meters? Meters. 60 meters. 60 meters. So that be... Yeah, I'll take her anyways. So I guess I'll grab Ulu out of the trunk. Okay. Head up to a roof. I'm gonna stick close to the stage. I'll keep scanning with the drone just to see if anything suspicious happens, but I'm gonna stick pretty close to the band and do my manager, best manager looking impression. Okay, so I'm going to pull you all over. And then, Sapphire, I have you. Uh, can you see your token? I can. I pulled you up over onto one of the nearby roofs. I like the no guns graffiti. <laughs> Where is that? I didn't even see that. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are guns, for sure. <laughs> so there are the way guns. that I have this, um, this map set up that you can see for our people at home, there's a big stage in the middle. There are civilians surrounding it at each one of these large tokens, I would say, to mentally assume that there's like, you know, 30, 40, 50 people in these spaces. And I can put 
put a few more here to be a little bit more accurate too. And then I did put um, actual tokens for people that you clocked that are armed. So as you can see, some of them are smaller tokens that uh, don't look to be just like civilians kind of pointed in. Yeah, there's a bunch of Brunswick's. <laughs> <laughs> Grant, what is this? There's a building towards the bottom down from the stage. Is that a building? Is that like the sound area? Uh, it's just, it, that's about five feet off the ground and it's another raised platform. It doesn't seem to have any like doors or anything specific on it. Okay, I'm actually, I'm gonna go there then to stay near the stage, but up above a little bit. Yeah, go for it. Um, and then you'll also see that there's a few uh, raised areas here. So um, if you look to your north and your west, get out your compass, Mike. Got it. And south also, these are um, not, they're like two stories up in the air. So they're not like low on these raised areas here. Gotcha. Grinner, um, as you scan, did you already roll that? Just now, 15. 15, you catch access points all around the exterior here that you would guess are probably for like um, lights and doors and things of that nature. You do catch an access point on the stage itself and we'll put that here. And let me, let me draw you a couple here. You think that they're both access to the same whatever architecture, but there's one here at the um, bottom left corner. Got it. And then we'll put one here also, if you can see that at the top left corner. Yeah, yeah. I take it I would not be allowed to just park Rhonda in this alley by the stages. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you could try. Um, people would, I mean, try to stop you pulling in here. It's the band van. Delicate equipment inside. Yeah, a couple security guards just kind of look at you and look at each other and look back at you and they say, park it out here and carry it. You have a large gun attached to the roof of this vehicle. Oh, that, oh, my bad. <laughs> That's just a smoke launcher. <laughs> it was going to be just part of the power techniques, but uh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Knowing Roscar can't bring his car, he would just kind of hang around with the others who are, you know, scanning and droning while not actually probably looking around themselves. Can you come hang out with me in Ubu? I don't know that it's worth hacking into anything right now, but I am so curious as to what's in those access points. <laughs> yeah, um, why don't you give me a electronic security tech there, Grinner? Come up. And while this is happening, Roger, you're like, uh, Ivy and the rest of your band and Brunswick has showed up to help. They're loading, um, equipment onto the right hand of the stage here and Dan Dieter is setting up on the north side of the stage here so up here and um, your band is setting up on the uh, east side the right yeah I'll weave through the crowd and you know come up to my band how's everything looking mates Brunswick is just kind of like nodding looking around like oh, everything's looking pretty pretty good I, I've been doing a lot of research on on how to on how to set this stuff up, so I am trying to help. And Ivy's like, he's not helping at all. 
Well, I mean, he's moving the stuff around. Just have him put stuff where you want it, and then you hook it up. It'll save time that way. She rolls your eyes. And yeah, they continue to set up. Grinner, one thing that you notice is that there's like way more like cords and cables than you would expect for the speakers that they have okay. set up. Like you're kind of like, just kind of like doing your electronics thing and being like, what's, what's all this for? Like why do they need so much power? Like what's all these wires for? Uh, so, I mean, there's a big crowd around. I can look pretty nonchalant while I hack, right? You could give me a check for that. Stealth? I think stealth makes the most sense to me. Heck yeah, it does. Shit. <laughs> Not if I roll oh, like that. No. Wow. So, yeah, as you kind of like saunter up to the access point, one of the security guards clocks you uh, and walks up to you like, What are you doing? Just checking out the stage. Big fan. Back up. Oh, okay. He's Didn't realize it was so sensitive. A shotgun in his hand. Don't want you tampering with the stage. No, of co- course, course not. Of course not. And I think he would whistle. He'd be like, and one of the other security guards would come stand by the other access point. Is this is this far back enough? He just gives you nasty looks. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna try and fade into the crowd a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Meow kind of, like, jumps out of your backpack and walks around in circles. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the reality heat died down a little bit first. Meow, and starts to walk towards the access plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's what I was planning on doing, Meow, but I guess we're doing it now. Meow. D- does the security guard do anything to Meow? Coxes, the, the cat cocks his head at you and then looks at the access point. And then looks back at you. Yeah, go, go, go nearby. Go nearby. It's fine. Literally jumps up on top of it and lays down. All right. So I'm going to be at a distance that the security guard doesn't seem to mind me being there. And then I'll use that handy ability where Meow lets me extend my range. Okay. So jacking in. Jacking in. Okay. So kind of do this a little bit differently here. Hacker pals. Just hacking into things together. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead and, yeah, watch the roll initiative then, right? Yep. Okay. The first node that you enter is a password. Before I do, oh, I guess I, I can't look past the password. So we'll try and, we'll try and backdoor the password. We got a 10. That does it. Okay. That's that'll that would be my second action because I'm pretty sure jacking in is my first net action. Gotcha. Uh, and then I would like to do a Pathfinder check to see what the rest of this architecture looks like. Don't you have minus one action when you're through? I do, but as it turns out, since I'm a level seven net runner, oh. I get four actions normally. Ooh. Okay. Let me. So down to three when I'm interfacing via meow. So you're looking at an ask or an ASP, a file, and a password as the next three floors here. Uh, okay. Do you see? I don't know the answer to this. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna GM rule that on the next floor is another net runner. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, they get to do something 
because I'm out of actions, so my turn is over. Okay. Give me, give me a stealth check. I don't see anything in the rules that say that they like automatically know where you are, and all you've done is broken a password. You haven't started like sixteen. You see this kind of like outline, this green glowing outline um, as the the virtuality across this stage kind of like springs to life for you. It's like an extra dimension to everything and this like neon glow over all of it. And through all of it, you see the outline of another individual. It looks almost like a stick figure, bright glowing green. Uh, And they are going to roll perception to see if they see you. Uh, They don't, and they seem to be, uh, their attention seems to be diverted another way. I am going to, oh man. Why don't we break between the turns here? So going back into meet space, Roger, everything is pretty much set up. People are starting to gather around the stage. Do you say or do anything? And everyone else, jump in if you're doing something for me. Otherwise, I'm going to kind of go between Brenner and Roger here until anything else. Sure. Yeah, I'm just watching. Can I just roll a quick stealth for being up here? You can. Or do uh, I think nobody's going to clock me? I don't. Yeah, without any specific reason to, it's busy enough. Okay. And this building was empty enough that I think you're okay. You, you're pretty sure you're okay. Okay. You know what? Roll the dice in the dice game. Let's Roll just see if you like double crit fail and okay. No, I don't. <laughs> You're good. I thought that would be good. Um, so yeah, she's just looking through her super eyes to keep track of anything weird. Gotcha. Um, Roger, you know you probably have like moments before music starts playing. Yeah, I would give my band a quick pep talk and be like, "All right, guys, play that song we rehearsed." You know, I don't know exactly how this is going to go, so we're playing it by ear a little bit, but I think we're about as ready as we can be. Dex, time your drums with me. Pet pyrotechnics here. I think you got that handled. Let me straighten your shirt up here, virtuoso. All right. Uh, Frost, you you do your thing. You slap the bass. Brunswick, uh, keep an eye out for anyone who's trying to rush the stage. He goes and stands by one of the security guards and just, like, tries to, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Shoulder up with him, crosses his arms in front of him. And then, yeah, I would look into the audience looking for my friends and then realize, like, I don't fucking see anybody. <laughs> you should be able to see me. Are you guys up on top of this platform? It's only, yes. like, five feet in the air, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. So I guess I would see Cece and Roscar standing up on this platform watching. I would wave and point, point at the first landing stage here and be like, Read my lips, CC. I'm on first landing stage in an alley. You see the drone just kind of come down right in front of your face and then zoom back up. Yeah, and people are just milling in uh, constantly. <laughs> Roger, you've like never seen a, wow. Wasted. It, it was wasted, but I was like, he said lip reading. I was like, Roscar's Roscar just zooming just in. Roscar creamed on his lip reading check. CC, I think he wants you to read his lips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've got the drone right there. I can't read his lips, but I can hear him in the drone. I'll just give him the double thumbs up. Roger's making video <laughs> motions like, record all of this. Just give him a thumbs up, though she has no way to record anything. <laughs> yeah, the crowd continues to grow. Uh, Roger, you, you think back to 
you know, probably hundreds of shows you've seen in like this very spot from like just legends throughout the years. Biggest crowd you've ever seen before. Uh, and you get tapped on the shoulder. Okay. Dan's standing there and he pushes his mirror shades up on top of his head. Hey man, I'm really proud of you for, for seeing this through. Oh, sure thing. Uh, now, what are the rules exactly? We practiced, but we weren't exactly sure how this was going to go down. I mean, I'm not exactly a rule type of guy, you know what I mean? Are you? You like rules, Roger? Well, no, but I just meant like, are you going to play a song, or am I going to play a song, or are you going to play a riff, and I'm going to play a riff, or... You need some, like, order? <laughs> no, or just... Some, like, organization? Don't want it to be, like, too punk rock or anything? All right, I mean, we can do whatever. I just didn't want, you know, to step on any toes, but prepare to get your toes stepped on. Ah, there he is, there he is. Nah, I'm just, I'm messing with you, man, I'm messing with you. I gotta loosen up a little bit. Don't let me get in your head. I'll level with you, Dan. Oh, this is my first show this big. Oh, I'm a little nervous, but, you know. That's so cute. Right. That's incredible. I, I've been told I'm a pretty good-looking guy. I didn't. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. like, flip my 27-score hair. Like, just all right. You see, you see him falter a little bit. He's like, okay, yeah, I mean, the hair, the hair is good. So you brought the, uh, brought the stuff, right? Uh, yeah. We're gonna do a little, uh, I'll show you mine, you show me yours type deal? Well, my crew is out in the crowd somewhere, um, I, I'd have to find them. I feel like we should probably have some good faith showing of the goods, so to speak, yeah? If we're gonna do this? Uh, yeah, alright. Um, Maybe put the, put the chips on the table, so to speak? Sure, I don't see why not. Uh, let me get out me agent -y. Uh... Yeah, and I'll text CC and be like, uh, bring me, bring me one of the keys. Bring me a, bring me a hard drive. We have spare hard drives, right? I think I have that was them like, all. Oh, no. I mean, I'll text we, back. Could, hmm. we could give him the key. There's nothing on it anymore. That's true. Wait, who has That's the empty true, key? I think you have it still, though. Yeah. Oh, do I have it? I think yeah, we left most Sapphire. of the things with you. <laughs> Sephora, I need the key. Bring it on down. Tie it to the drone. Sissy, fly off the drone. <laughs> All right, give me a second. I'm, I'm still learning. Uh, fly the drone up to her. I will duct tape it. It'll be in a moment. Hey, you haven't seen uh, haven't seen Nelka around, have you? We got in a little bit of a fight. Haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, Roger's face kind of like drops, and he's just like, you know, I haven't seen her in a while myself. It's too bad, man. She would love this show. She loves this shit. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised she didn't show. And I'm like looking around again just one last time, but yeah. I kind of thought that this would be too big of a pole. Alright, well, he um, opens up his big leather duster and pulls out a hard drive. And he sets it down, like in the middle of the stage, so kind of like behind, even behind your drum set and behind their drum set, there's like this little chair where he was sitting curtains have been kind of like pulled back at this point and he sets it down on the chair. It's like, you're not gonna like grab that while I'm not looking, right? No, 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 no. I want to be on stage. You're not one of those? Not one of those types? No, I'm not. Well, the way you said that leads me to believe <laughs> someone's gonna... Maybe I'll just keep it on me. <laughs> well, I don't understand why that... Listen, I've got my key on its way. 
He just seems so nervous, man. Why are you so nervous? You gotta loosen up. This is a big show, Dad. I just leveled with you. Here, turn around. Turn around. Uh, alright. I don't like where this is going. And he starts rubbing your shoulders. <laughs> <sighs> alright. That's, that's pretty nice. You know, Dan, you got yourself a pretty nasty reputation. Yeah, man. You got a new city. Reputation's all you got. People think they can start working in your territory. He starts to squeeze a little bit when he says that, like uncomfortably hard. <laughs> People think they can start working in your territory and taking jobs and fucking your girlfriend. And he <laughs> really starts to like squeeze on your shoulders here. It's like, it's just crazy. So you gotta, you gotta keep up appearances, right? Yeah, right. Cool. And he pats you on the back like a little bit too hard. Says, alright, we'll keep the song short. I'll play, then you play. Unless you want to play first, I don't give a fuck. Now you go first. Age before beauty, I always say. <laughs> he quickly regards the drone, which is like kind of like haphazardly flying. <laughs> like <laughs> a little bit delivery. too. Uh, and he just kind of like looks and sees there's a hard drive and nods his head. And he's like, as long as we're men of our works here, we're going to be okay. All right. And I'll set my key next to his there and pat the drone on its head and send it on its way. The drone almost crashes when you pop you pat it. <laughs> CC makes a recovery and slowly flies it back to herself. Grinner, what are you going to do? I am going... So this is what I would like to do. And okay. you tell me what I need to roll in order to gotcha. make it happen. I would like to move down a level into a level with the Asp and the Netrunner. Uh-huh. And I'd like to slide past them both. So I, I don't have Ooh. to slide past the Netrunner. I have to slide past the Black Ice program. But I'd like to do it in a way to, so as not to alert the Netrunner if I can. I don't think this is raw, but that's cool as fuck. So we're going to try it. Okay. <laughs> so what we'll need to do is we'll need to do a... I need you to beat the Asp in the speed check. Uh-huh. And if you beat the Asp in the speed check and successfully slide by, then we'll do like a DC... 15 stealth check and if all that goes your way okay you will do the first ever successful stealth net run all right we're gonna burn some luck on this speed check not 44 there we go (laughs) oh that's not good oh Oh, no no luck no luck at all that was almost the max it was almost we're getting close yeah that was almost i don't i don't i don't think i can beat the ass with that roll so the asp has a speed of six. Yeah, so it's gonna catch it, me. It can, it can net, it can. Uh, it could crit fail too. That's true. I really hope it does. No. <laughs> nope. Oh. Twenty. It catches me for sure, and then it gets okay. to make it gets to make an attack on me. So the asp is going to then because it beat you in initiative, it's going to make an attack. Uh, which is an eight. Okay, my defense does beat it, but I assume this means the netrunner knows I'm there. The, uh, the, the, the stick green figure that's kind of like in this virtual space snaps up and looks back at you. Let's give you like a digital avatar for the purposes of like running through this kind of like net space in the middle here so that it's not physically on your person. What does this enemy netrunner see? So Grinner's digital avatar is like a little imp demon guy sitting in the cockpit of a mech suit. Incredible. 
so yeah, this stick figure like, yeah, like starts and looks up and sees this little, yeah, <laughs> infinite max suit. Um, uh, you still have two more moves. I still have two more moves. So seeing that the jig is up, Grinner is going to unleash on the enemy netrunner. Oh, shit. Okay. So we are going to shoot first with a hellbolt. So I'm going to make my attack a 13. And that's against his... He has to roll defense, so a d10 plus his interface. Oh, and he just has 7, too. So... Oh, he beat me, so I miss. And then I'm going to shoot at him with my Vrizbolt for okay. my second attack. Vrizbolt. That's a 15. Ooh. That hit. So he, this stick figure, like, Matrix leans back, and this Hellbolt screams over him. Little, like, pixel effects flying all over it, and then you connect with whatever the fuck a jizz bolt is. Vriz, <laughs> vriz, thank you very much. So the vriz bolt does five damage directly to his brain. Okay. And Ooh. he loses, he's minus one action. So he does have an armor res. Okay. Which means he only takes one damage to his Correct. brain. And that doesn't de-res the program, only program damage de-reses programs, correct? Correct. But he'd still, the effect, he still loses one of his actions. Right. And roll perception. Bum, 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 bum. A 17. Right before Dan Dieter hits this fucking guitar chord and the crowd just starts to go wild, everything gets lost in this incredible, overwhelming noise. Right before that happens, you hear, what the fuck? From the middle of the stage, <laughs> the voice of your uncle, Grax, rings oh, out from the Motherfucker. You, you hear that a split second before everything is just lost in the noise, and the crowd begins to go absolutely bonkers as Dan Dieter starts to play this just, like, punk rock, very, like, raw. There's, like, not very much electronic music like Rogers. It's almost like the exact opposite of it it's very you know drum bass dan is not much of a singer himself he's more like barking and shouting and like running around the stage more like like icky pop kind of if you guys know what i'm talking about yeah mm-hmm. if you guys have ever heard of this really obscure person <laughs> <laughs> so four plus seven i'm going to give him an 11 for this uh first song that's going on is anyone doing anything while Dan is playing the song that might affect this? I'm fighting for my fucking life in the net architecture. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did any of the rest of us hear that, hear his uncle's voice or see anything? I'm like, got my drone scanning as much as I can. I think you see Grinner doing fucking something. <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean? Like, you see him <laughs> running. That's a weird dance. <laughs> He's in the crowd. He's short. No offense. It's just facts. So he's not, like, super visible, but you see him, like, doing some sort of weird fucking dance in virtuality. You've seen him net run before. You know that's what he's doing. The yell from Grax would not have meant anything to you, though. Okay. Definitely meant nothing to me. Are you, are you doing anything, CC? Um, no, because she doesn't see anything that's necessarily that out of place she's she's really focused on if Nelka shows up or if any other like suspicious characters start approaching the stage she's looking for the hit on Dan to make sure that Roger gets far enough away if it happens yeah absolutely okay 
Okay, so Roger, their song is just like on the cusp of dying down. Your drummer clicks his sticks together and you launch into your first song almost before Dan is even done, even louder than his is. First thing I want you to do is give me a, we're gonna hold these through for the, um, for the show, but you have a plus one because of how good you look. Right. Give me a dance check. All right. The booty shakes? Um, hmm. Did you say that this is my dance score for the whole show? Yeah. Oof. I'm going to put some luck in there. I was like, this is the luck debate. Yeah, Yeah, this is the luck debate, but I'm going to do it. Um, I'm not going to dump all my luck. Let's go with three points. That seems pretty fair. That's the most as some people even have. Cream! The I'm shaking my ass. The butt, ladies and gentle folk, has begun wiggling. Uh, that is going to net you a plus two on the rest of your checks, since that's technically a 30. So you now are up to plus three. So now I want you to be a DV, DV 15 charismatic impact check for your final potential bonus here. Oh man, charismatic impact. Mm-hmm. Want to see how you're working the crowd. I can add luck to this, and I will. Let's do another three. Three! Oh, shit! Oh Max Cream! Max Cream! With luck! Wow. That's My incredible. goodness. Uh, I feel like I have to give you a plus three for that because double preem. I was going to give you a plus one and a plus two if you preemed, but you double preemed, so I'm going to give you a plus three. So you're up to plus six now. Sounds good to me. And then for the actual song, I need you to beat a two with your play instrument. Okay. Yeah. I'm still getting used to this new keyboard. I got a three, but with my skills and stuff, it's an 18. And would you also have the plus six on top of that? Oh, you're right. Holy smokes. 24. That bumps it up. It does. Fucking killing it up there, Roger incredible incredible song and the crowd is going berserk there are people on dan's side of the stage that are starting to like gravitate over towards your side of the stage Ooh, i like that it's what you like to see right there even one of dan's security guards is like tapping his feet you catch him <laughs> okay that's going to go to the enemy netrunner Grax. Boo. <laughs> you see some movement on the actual stage, like behind some of these curtains. Seems kind of be looking around. And as the, as whoever these security guards are behind the curtains here in this little closed off area, you see Grax in like a full net running suit laying in a chair with virtuality goggles on. And he is going to... You have unloaded on him. He's on the same node as you are. Uh Uh-huh. And he has three actions. And he is going to... First, he's going to launch a hellbolt back at you. Okay. So this stick figure, like, Popeye just bolts. Just like, womp, womp, poof. This big fucking, like, buff ogre-looking guy. And then he throws this, like, flaming punch at you. And the fist is, like, on fire 
pixelated as it flies towards your avatar. Uh, only rolled an 11, though. Yeah, beat it with a 12. Nice. Beat it with a 12. He is going to launch a second Hellbolt. That one's a 15. I still got a 12. He hit me with that one. And the other fist comes flying around, slams into the ground, and this, like, green shockwave flashes, like, purple and orange into the air like little pixels, and it slams into your avatar and does four damage. And I have armor, so that does no damage. Just deflects right off of this little mech suit that you have. I also have insulated wires in my cyber deck, so I do not catch on fire. <laughs> I did see I did see that. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. And then for the third action, they are going to move to the next floor. Okay. They leap this giant ogre-looking thing, arms, like, longer than its entire body, like, leaps like King Kong into the next floor. And then we're going to go back to the concert before Grinner's turn. Dan begins to play a song. Um, He's getting, like, angrier and raspier, and it's a little bit better. We're up to a DV10 for... Roger's play instrument check. So Roger, go ahead and play your next song. Play instrument plus six. Alright. Gotta be the ten is what we're up to. Twenty-four. More getting going. Thirty with my bonus. Thirty with your bonus. Sheesh. Come on. So you're still pretty safe, but next round probably be into the like crit fail might fuck you territory. Absolutely. And then that's gonna go back to Grinner. Actually, the asp, right? The asp at the top of initiative. The asp is going to attack you for, ooh, that's a good attack, for 10. Defensive 14. Yeah, you deflect it. All right, I'm going to try and slide past this asp again. Okay. So here's my slide. I got an 11. I got a 9. All right, so sliding past it. Actually, and while I do this, I'm going to try and play it off like I'm dancing, which is probably not too far off from what it looks like. Okay. Um, and I'm going to try and like blend into this crowd a little bit and get closer to the net architecture so I don't have to depend on Meow. Okay. Uh, do you want me to roll anything to try and play that off? Yeah, give me a dance check. Oh boy. <laughs> Guys, of all the skills that I have, dance is not one of them. Where is dance? Body skills. Alright, let's put the last two bits of luck into this because I really need to be closer to the dance architecture to the dance architecture (laughs) (laughs) well it technically is a dance architecture a 16 oh that's pretty good I'm gonna human perception to see is he dancing (laughs) yes yes he's dancing yes he's dancing (laughs) alright so I get I have three more actions now I'm on the same level as Grax I'm really gonna really quickly gonna copy this file since that doesn't take an action Uh, I'm gonna be a little mean and say just to balance out the remote jack in that that was you jacking in again for this turn Uh, it was so I'm still down to two actions then so one to jack in one to slide next turn you'll have four okay fair enough okay then I'm gonna hellbolt and frisbolt grax then okay so here's the hellbolt 16 7 plus 7, 14. That hits. All right. 
And then I'll roll the damage. A 10. And if he's not insulated, he catches on fire. Nice. He is insulated. Okay. He has the the full body suit. What a nerd. Very well. It's good damage, though. How dare you make logical NPCs, Grant? How dare you? I will Rizbolt as well, a 16 to attack. Oh, that hits. And then six damage from the Rizbolt. Why are you rolling so good? (laughs) Because it's fucking Grax and he has it coming, (laughs) goddammit. Uh, so yeah, six damage, and he's down in action next turn. Yeah. It's amazing. Fuck you, Rex. All right, we're going to do another song. Uh, things are getting louder. There are still people milling in here. It's it's absolutely packed at this point. <laughs> so you're up to a... So for song three, you're up to a 13. Is that correct? Yeah, last was a 10. Yep. So 13, and then Roger... Time for your next song. All right. Let's go for it. 19. Plus six. Plus six. 25. And we'll just role play this as like, there's a lot more actual net combat going on. Sure. Sure. We're just, we're getting the highlights of the net combat is what's happening because you two are like locked in a battle right now, but there's like, you know, 20 minutes of song going on. Roger, anything specific as far as the show goes that you are doing or playing or interacting with the crowd? I mean, I'm trying to dance my ass off, which is something that I'm not known for, but I'm bringing it all, bringing it all. I'm probably sweating my ass off, literally. When I flip my hair out, it just fucking rains and shines in the light, and then some unfortunate fool in the audience gets splashed. Yep. But I'm sure they like it, the freaks. (laughs) That's great. <laughs> That's what uh, you're there for. It's Brunswick. You nasty little freaks like that, don't you? <laughs> I look to my, like, pyrotechnic button to make sure everything's, like, locked and loaded. But I'm going to save that for a moment when I need to, like, grab the audience. Okay. Um, I do think that, like, as I'm playing, like you said, it's animated, so... As I'm playing, like, the checkerboard pattern, like, flashes and changes colors, like, with the beat, you know, flowing up and down or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Like, audio visualization shit. Badass. Okay. Grax is going... He has three actions this turn because of the Brizbolt. So Grax is going to launch a poison flatline program at you, Mike. Okay. Grinner. For a 15. Ooh, that's pretty fucking good. Uh, where's my defense? Come on. I only got a 10. Oof. So this destroys a program at random. Okay. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven programs on here. Just typo roll 1d7 and on our system. Start from the top. That's my Brizbolt. Damn it. <laughs> Everyone grounds. <laughs> launch a hellbolt at you. Uh, Another, this time fists together and slams the ground again and this big shockwave comes rippling towards you. Oh Oh, shit. I got a cream plus a nine. Uh, Yeah, he hits. He connects for sure. 28. I don't think there's critical wounds in this Luckily for me, there aren't. (laughs) Okay. Damage though. Doesn't get past my armor. And you still have armor. Nice. 
and you start to hear, even through like the pauses of this song, you start to hear, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck, what the fuck? Get out there, see what the fuck's going on. Oh no. And, oh no. <laughs> and then Grax, at his core, is a coward. He is going to run to the next board, which I believe we said was a password. Correct? Yes. Okay. So that's going to take us back to the next song. Got one more D12 before shit starts to get hard. 23. Dan is starting to turn up the heat. He sees people moving towards your side of the stage, and he just starts, like, you just hear it. It's singing louder, harder. He's stomping. He's running around the stage, like, pouring his heart into it. His band is, like, going wild and, like, kicking stuff over and, like, punching fans in the front row and stuff. Uh, really starting to heat up. And then, Roger, you need to be a 23 for this check. Oof. This is where it starts to get a little bit challenging, huh? Let's see it. You've been very lucky so far. I have been really lucky, and that's what's freaking me out. <laughs> What'd you say it was? 23. Oh, no, bro. <laughs> oh, no, bro. You have a plus six, though. Don't I forget. know. Because uh, you look mm, good. You're dancing good. I am dancing good. I'm feeling good. And Meets It doesn't beat it. Meets It doesn't beat it in Super Pur. Super Pur. Mm, let's just do it. Fuck. No, you're you good. Plus, plus six. Twenty six. Oh, I keep forgetting about the plus six. <laughs> you, you had to roll a three or better. <laughs> I got a twenty-seven with the plus six. Pulling it together. Some of the some of Dan's like biggest fans are at least starting to like look back over on his side of the stage as things are starting to heat up. Still have most of the crowd on your side, though. Uh, at this point, there are more kind of like media drones that are flying around. There's like three or four up in the air, and you see some people like um, recording with their phone and stuff. And there's still people milling into the area. Grinner. Yeah, I'm going to move into the password level. Okay. And we're going to try and backdoor the password. Okay. DV8. 14. That does it. The lock falls to the ground. And my avatar is going to give Grax the finger and move to the next level. Oh, shit. But you haven't scanned. I know. That's an action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That, is that the ballsiest thing Grinner's ever done? Oh, for sure. 100%. I don't even know what this is going to be. All right. So does that just mean you're going in blind to the uh -huh. next level? I have no idea what's on the next level. Jeez. Is that two Black Ice programs? Can there be two? Yeah, there's no limit. Yeah, that's what it... It's just a table, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all good. So, gotta do some speed checks. Yeah, roll speed against both of these motherfuckers. So for the killer... Oh, that's damn. bad. He got an 18. I only got an 11. Oof. And for the scorpion, 10... Okay, so only the killer gets a free attack on you. Well, he gets, he, yeah, he gets an attack. He doesn't automatically hit me or anything. Right. Okay. Ooh, this is rough. I'm sorry, I didn't write these rules. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cyberpunk, baby. Yeah. So this is a plus six attack. Uh, a ten. Only a ten. Fuck. No! Oh, I just needed one more. Just needed one. What's it do? So this is 46 damage to a program. Okay. Uh, but if it derezzes it, it's destroyed. It's okay. I have a backup Ooh. drive. We've been down this path before. Oh, have we? Okay. Yeah. All right. So All I. Right. So that that'll be enough to derez whatever program he hit. Which programs do you have? Like. I have, you have six left. 
I have six left. So roll a 1d6. We'll just keep it random. A five. One, two, three, four, five. That's my speedy Gonzalez, which gives me a boost to my speed checks. So that's probably about the most benign one. Okay. So that program is destroyed to your back. Okay. So I have three actions left. I'm going to try and slide past these black ice programs. But you don't know what's over there. We're going. (laughs) Okay. Assuming this is not the bottom level. It's not. No. All right. We're going. Basically, we're going to go till you hit a control node. Okay. Is going to be what stops that. I got an 11 to slide. Okay. So, and you have to beat both of them or just one of them? That's up to you. I actually don't know. Uh, I'll just pick the one with the highest speed, I guess. Perception. Perception Perception? for slide checks. What? Black Ice. I'm rolling against their perception, not their speed. Oh, okay. So, killer in... Okay, so plus four. So, I got a 14 against... My 11. So, I don't... don't, I'm going to keep trying to slide. Okay. (sighs) Got a 13 that time. Got 10. I got one more action. Sliding. Okay. Fuck. Damn. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Two plus four, six. You still get it. You still get it. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the, you, the lightest crit fail. All right, so going down another eyes. level. I guess Snake Eyes isn't as worse as you can do, right? One yeah. on the second roll isn't so bad. It's the best crit fail you can have. Right. right. This is insane, Michael. It's a password DV12. All right, I'm out of actions. Okay. All right, we're going to... We have one song left, so we're going to go to Grax. Oh, congrats, man. You're making a... He knows what's going on. <laughs> I would have never expected that from Mike. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not from Mike. From Mike, yeah. Mike, yeah. From, from Grinner. Grinner. We're rubbing off on him. He's in the net, man. All bets are off. So, so he's going to take one action to move to the Scorpion and Killer layer. He's going to take one action to move to the password layer. He is going to make a break for this control node, which we are going to find. I need to write this stuff down so I know what's next. So we have... Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Damn. Somebody really likes the passwords. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Okay. Okay. So then I'm going to... I was like, oh, I need a map for this. I'll just use my tables. Now I'm over here just, like, drawing myself a map. <laughs> so... You are on the first here, Scrinner. So Grax disappears into the net architecture behind you. As he continues, he just like he just he he sprints past you, this big giant ogre looking guy. I have to resolve this before the show resolves, so Grinner, you're gonna be back up. I didn't know these were two things were gonna be going on simultaneously. This is really interesting. Okay. So uh, describe this control node to me physically. Not, not the control one, sorry, the, the, the access point. It is what looks to be like a like breaker box. Imagine like one of those generators on like wheels, you know yeah. what I mean? And there's like a breaker box on the side of it, and there's like 30, 40 cables coming out of it. Thick Cox Energy cables. Wow, <laughs> shit. Because I just, that's three passwords. What is it? Three passwords black ice another password and more black ice yeah all right here we fucking go okay because that access point doesn't sound like something i can actually disable and it doesn't necessarily wouldn't necessarily uh, it would kick him out i guess there were two access points right 
Right, so even... Well, but he can only be jacked into the one he's close to, presumably. I guess I don't know that for sure. Alright, here we go. Backdoor, DV12. I don't make it. Fuck. Second action. I don't make it. Fuck! Third action. I make yeah! it. There we go. Only five more to go. Alright, password number two. Uh, backdoor. I don't make it. Is that... That's four. I'm done. Okay. So for the final show of the night, final song of the night, he will either add a 1d10, a 1d12, or a 1d20 to this check. Jeez. What I need you to do is decide where you are, this, this final song of yours, what the focus is going to be. So you can either, this is not your play instrument check, which is going to be the final thing, but you can rely on your charismatic impact uh, if you can beat a DV 18 on Charismatic Impact, he'll roll a 1d10. If you can beat a DV 15, he'll roll a 1d12. If you can beat a... Uh, below that, he'll roll the 1d20. For dancing and for uh, personal grooming, it's basically how well you've held together over this like hour of playing. Again, we're, we're hitting the highlights of the net combat that's been going on. That's why the times are all fucked up here. Sure. And we'll do we'll do twenty and thirty for the D twelve and D twenty on that. Sheesh, that's a tough decision. Hmm. It's the biggest show of your life, baby. So you say for a normal skill it's thirty and what was the other one? A fifteen. The charismatic impact is fifteen and eighteen. The dance or personal grooming are twenty and thirty. Oh man, let's go with the personal grooming. And I don't get plus six to this. I'll give you a plus six. I'll give you a plus six if you do a skill. I'm not going to give you a plus six to your charismatic impact. Since <laughs> so I'm going with the skill. Let's see how well Roger held up after dancing his ass off. That's part of why I don't do it, frankly. But let's see how well it went. 23 plus six. Nice. Oh. So close. Oh. Hit me. I'm going to roll my 1d12. You can activate your pyrotechnics either to make him re-roll his roll or to re-roll your final roll. But you have to pick before I roll the 1d12. I'll have him re-roll his roll. Okay. So he's going to roll twice and take the lowest. Five. So it was a 23 last time? Yes. 28. It's 28. For the final song, Roger Sacco, Spinal Scepter, Battle of Bands. Let's do it. I'm using the last of my luck. Not now, when? Fuck! Mm-hmm. 25. 25. Roger, uh, just so that we know what could have been, will you roll again in case the pyrotechnics were launched at the wrong time? Oh, that's damage? cruel. I just have to know. 31. Oh. Oh. That hurts. That hurts deep. So, Dan's final song is like going crazy. Dan dives into the crowd and he crowd surfs around gets kind of like brought back up to the stage. Roger, you like cut him off at the very end with this like blast of fire from your guitar. Lights are shining. You play it a hell of a show. You look fucking great and you are like doing incredible. But some of Dan's like closest fans start to like gravitate towards that side of the stage. There's flashing cameras everywhere. This place is absolutely packed. Uh, as this is happening, CC from your drone, 
you see a uh, flash of like green familiar hair start to work its way up from the crowd towards the stage. Is Roger still playing? Roger is like just at like the near the end of his song. I'm gonna send the drone to start like zooming around him in a circle to try and get his attention. That's why he lost. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Nelk is in the crowd. We gotta go. I don't think you can talk to the drone. Oh no, I was talking to sorry, talking to Roscar right next to me. The drone is just circling around Roger. <laughs> So, Roger, you see the drone circling around, and I think Sapphire and Cece at least witness this. Nelka climbs up onto the stage from one of the uh, sides. Her eyes are just like milky white, like completely glazed over. Her um, like feathers that she had wrapped around her neck are just kind of like hanging loosely. Uh, her, her jacket's unzipped. She's like missing a shoe. And she walks up to Dan as you're finishing the end of your song, Roger. And she pulls a massive revolver from her jacket and holds it up to the back of Dan's head. And before the crowd screams and the music kind of like gets overwhelmed by this giant scream and then all of you hear the sound of just this loud, resounding gunshot. And Roger, you turn just in time to see this massive hole through Dan Dieter's head and brain matter just like sprays out through the crowd. And that's going to be where we end our episode for today. So thank you everyone for playing. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, my crew's being very quiet right now. I don't know if that's <laughs> good or bad. Um, but uh, everyone, if you could check out actualplaypods.com, it has links to all of our good, good stuff. You can hop in the Discord and hang out with us. You can uh, see our other shows, all sorts of good stuff on there. Actualplaypods.com. We'd love to have you join the Discord. You can also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash thehomebrew, where you can support the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week for episode 26 of The Homebrew. Toodles. Special thanks to Maiko for the intro track titled New City. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King. Previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock golem formed in nature 
and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot, Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists, when they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M, the Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard, Stand, a sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multi-class into Bard. Can't forget about the Defiant. Join the crew. Just a game with Grundle. Yeah, and he's really good, too. A little too good, if you ask me. Welcome, Sarmoth. The dream-weaving shadow of exile. Embrace the shadows. Unleash the dream. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.